This episode of The Broken Cork is brought to you by Beverage Bar, serving the Tri-State with four convenient locations. Come in and let our knowledgeable staff help you find that perfect bottle to make you the talk of the party or to create a special moment with family and friends. Cheers. I hope you're ready to party because the broken cork turns 10 today, everybody. I'm Dan. I'm Aaron. I'm Jake. And tonight for our toast, um, today we are recording on Elijah Craig, the date that Elijah Craig passed away. May so, 19th. May 19th, 2000, or I'm sorry, May 19th, 1808. Man, he was old. He was old, right? So <laughs> in, our, uh, in honor of Mr. Elijah Craig, the reason why most bourbon is put into a charred barrel. Uh, we would like to toast to his remembrance. And we are all drinking Elijah Craig on this toast. So Elijah Craig, here's to you. Cheers, Cheers. guys. Oh, that's BP. You know, you, you were right with that rye, man. It hits. That rye is so good. Now I'm debating. I'm, I'm so glad it was brought into Indiana. I, I, I thought I was going to have to drive like hundreds of miles to find it. Nope, I got the right the first time. Delicious. So I have to say we've been out of the studio for a long, long time. Too long. I kind of forgot what it looked like. Yeah. I or re- did you do some remodeling? I, I did some remodeling. We got a bourbon barrel from a certain spot in Kentucky. I, I put the bar in a different spot. Um, but speaking of that certain spot, uh, one of the reasons that we have been gone is we've been doing barrel picks for uh, Beverage Barn. Aaron, you wanna you wanna talk to us about where we went? Yeah, so we uh, went to Georgetown, Kentucky. We had the opportunity um, to be a part of a barrel pick team uh, going to Jay Mattingly. Um, let me just say this: if you have never gone to Jay Mattingly, um, <laughs> I got ruined on barrel picks. Do it because. <laughs> Even even if like if you showed up with you and your wife, or you showed up with you and your boys, or you showed up with you and your girls, if you're if you're listening, um, they're gonna let you blend a bottle by yourself. Yeah, just I, one bottle. Um, and then for those of us who are liquor store owners or or liquor store workers and we want to sell bottles, we we of course buy buy more. So what we did was uh, we walk in to Jay Mattingly. It was a great day. We got there at noon. Um, Eastern time. Uh, and so, and I think we, well, they could tell you when we left because yeah. some of us hmm. don't remember. Uh, we, who couldn't uh, remember, I um, wonder. But anyway, so we walk in and. How's your ass? Uh, you hush. <laughs> so, <laughs> evidently there was a fall or something and a, and a hat we'll, being. We'll, t- we'll talk head. about that in a minute. But anyway, so we walk into Jay Mattingly um, and the owner, Jeff, meets us and um, he. First thing, he makes us feel like family. He gives us all nicknames, and Dan became a uh, little pumpkin. And so from now on, um, Dan will be referred to as Little Pumpkin. I mean, it's just how it works. And but, Aaron got called shit stick. Hey, we're not talking we're, about that. We're, I'm we're telling gonna, this story. We're gonna tell. We're gonna tell people how he got that name. But the very first thing he said, as soon as we walked through the door, he's like. Y'all some big sons of bitches. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm what not he said. messing with you guys. I'm not you all with you big. All. Y'all some big sons of bitches. He said, uh, "We." So he walks in and he says, "So what are y'all doing here?" And we said, "We're here to pick a barrel." And then, and then um, he told us, "He said, well, y'all some big sons of bitches. I guess y'all could come on in and pick any barrel you want." <laughs> but anyway, so we get in there and and he says, "Man, he says we want this to be a fun 
experience. Like we want this to be something that you, you don't um, ever forget, but <laughs> that you don't ever remember in the same instance. And so I do remember the, the, the first part of the trip. So anyway, he, we have all of these barrels to choose from and they're color coded. They've got tape on them. Some of them are uh, 95.5 rye. Most of their stuff came from uh, MGP. Yeah. They have their own barrels mixed in as well. And if they give you a, there's a sticker on each barrel that, that kind of tells where the distillery is from, when it was dumped, uh, the age of the barrel. All what of kind of barrel of it was. They have weeders, they have whiskeys, they have ryes, they have blended barrels. And they don't the, even tell you what that mystery is. Mystery barrels. Mystery barrels. Some barrels have staves in them. Yeah. They like, do a lot of cool stuff there. And I think when he was talking, I think there were over like 300 and some barrels to, to pick from and sample from. Some of them were marked off though with blue tape. And that was like, they were in the middle of blending something or they were using that barrel for something. And Jeff Mattingly is probably not listening to this anyway, but I kind of put a whiskey thief in a couple of them and they were pretty dang good stuff. But we'll talk about Shame that. On later. You. Do you remember doing that? Or are you just thinking you did? No, I, I definitely remember doing that. He he did. I, I watched him and Jeff, we're sorry. If you are listening, um, you can, uh, you can find his house at, uh, oh, no, put that address <laughs> up. But anyway, so, uh, we ended up picking three, we did 50 bottles each of three different blends. And Jake and I had the opportunity to blend a weeder. Um, oh, that dude. I think, man, it, it, it's a, it's a, all of their stuff's um, unfiltered and barrel cut, and and we picked a a weeder that was eighty percent from one barrel. Uh, that we we found a a really good body. It just needed yeah, I was it needed to the back something. It needed a front and it needed a back. And so then we found the front right off the bat, and we put eighty percent of the the body with twenty percent of the the front and the back, and and made a really really cool um, weeder at a hundred and nineteen proof. Um, and because of our raffle, we called it Raffle Juice. And and so you get to name the bottle. Um, you get to pick what color wax, wax you want. You get to pick what shape the bottle comes in. Uh, all the whole nine yards. What so, kind of label you well, want? The only the only thing you don't really get to pick from. If you do a weeder, they have two different color labels that you can choose from. That's the only thing they really limit you on. And, yeah. and the reason why is because if if you're if you're out looking, Jay Mattingly. Um, if you see a pink label, it's a weeded bourbon that, or it's a weed, it's a weeder. Um, if you see a pink label, um, and, and you're, and you're shopping at J Madden and you look behind the, the shelf or, or on the, on the shelf or behind the counter or whatever. Um, if it's pink, it's weeded. Uh, and so the, the black label is, uh, normally a mixed bourbon, uh, wheat and rye. The blue label is a, uh, rye only. And, and so is the, the white label. Uh, so, and, and just from the wax color also ask your local liquor liquor store. Uh, they should be able to tell, tell you liquor store. I I can't talk. I was looking at the Jay Mattingly that Dan has, um, but the liquor store will be able to tell you what, what color wax and, and, and And they started something cool this year too. They started, uh, Blending your waxes so like you can get striped waxes. Yeah, you can do drizzles. Yeah, um, you can even wax the bottom of your bottle if you want. Yes, it's so it's it's pretty dope. They're doing some cool things at Jay Manningly. And if you're looking for it, look for Bourbon Thirty on Google Maps or whatever you're using because yeah, Bourbon it, it Thirty show up as Jay Manningly. Um, it's definitely an experience that you want to take somebody with who likes bourbon, um, and that you're that you're close with, and 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 go with no no 
nothing to do after. Don't go there rush. Yeah, Aaron. You hush. <laughs> so go there with nothing to do afterwards. Um, like dinner. You were asleep. Yeah, oh, I was. I was. So I don't want to hear it. Mother. Um, oh, no. You were asleep a couple of hours and trying um, to lean against a wall at a restaurant. Don't, yeah, we're not talking about all that now. So we'll get there. What we then, um, so we picked our weeder. Um, and then Danny and I and Jake had a chance to pick a bottle um, that was a raw. Now, don't don't discount Rob Berry. Oh, Rob was in that too. Yeah, <laughs> you you don't remember? I don't remember that. Yeah, part. Rob so, had a Rob. We all kind of went in on Rob. The last yes, two. I do remember. Rob yeah. picked the the first like the like yeah he picked the, the body soul. of the rye. Yes, yeah, and then we all went for that. And then which we all kind of uh, kind of went with that one. Um, I think we were calling that one uh, COVID shots. COVID just, shots. Just because of, you know, the life and times we're in. Um, but the last one was actually really unique. We wanted to have something that reflected um, the owner of Beverage Barn, Brian. Um, we wanted something to pay tribute to not only him, but if you know anything about him, he's an uh, Army reservist, am I correct? Yes. Um, we wanted to have something pay tribute to not only the troops, America, that kind of thing. So we all kind of got together and made a really cool blend. He had the final say on that one. I mean, we call him Checkbook for a reason. <laughs> yeah, Aaron. We'll we call him Checkbook. We, we love you, buddy. Um, but that bottle uh, we called uh, Operation American Spirit. Yeah, that was his choice, right? No, I came up oh, with that Oh, did you? Name. Okay. But he, he was remember. like, we were... I was pretty lit. All right. Oddly enough, it was urinal talk. No way. Yeah, I was, I was, I was a uh, urinal talk. Yeah, legit urinal talk at the restaurant that we went to afterwards. He's like, man, I really wish we could find a name. And we were both in the bathroom. I was like, what about Operation American Spirit? He's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to, I wish I could have been a part of that conversation, but I think I was sitting outside. Yeah, you were sitting outside, chair, getting, asleep. getting sloppy kissed and flipped off by Jeff. Yeah, I have a few videos. <laughs> but that's the only place I've ever gone to where they tell you, do not wash your hands. That's true. You come I out was the bathroom. Ready to talk about that, yeah, actually. Yeah. So if, I will say this though, if you're scared of COVID and all this other stuff, um, a lot of people will tell you steer clear of Jay Mattingly because you know, COVID's rampant there, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you, they are the kindest people. If you don't feel comfortable around people without masks, they will put their masks on for you. Yes. They will make sure that they are accommodating you with everything as far as a health safety perspective goes. But if you want a freaking sandwich, you better get it from the damn fridge because they ain't getting it your, themselves. They're not going to make a sandwich for you. <laughs> we had a few beers there, too. Yeah, I mean, everything's in the fridge. You just help yourself. Um, but what were you going to go on? Oh, I was think, I was just going to say, um, so we did 50 bottles of each. Um, Jay Mattingly, great place, great bourbon. If you have a chance to um, find their stuff, some people kind of, they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to pay $125 because that, that's what it runs. And the reason why it runs so high is because it is specially blended and it's very, very small batch. Mm -hmm. They don't do anything more than 250 bottles of anything. I, I think that was what he said. I, I think that's what he said. Um, I know I have one that's up in the 200s up there. But anyway, it's, it's definitely less than 500 bottles. I don't think yeah. we covered why you didn't wash your hands coming out of the bathroom. Oh, we didn't. So Sorry, you don't I was... wash your hands because... What happens, they don't want you, while you're tasting your bourbon or your rye, they don't want you to smell the soap. And so they, they literally open a bottle of bourbon 30, um, and they pour bourbon on your hands. And I may or may not have 
just grabbed that bottle and said, I don't know who left an open bottle here and took a big pour out of it, but... That's okay, because as soon as you got done, I think I grabbed it from your hands and took a swig yeah, also. Yeah, and then I did too, so we... We just passed around the hand wash. <laughs> Listen, that's, the, hand that's the only stuff that they make there, so you got to try uh, it. The, you have to. The coolest thing, though, um, when he was welcoming us to the distillery, introducing... Well, yeah, it, it's a distillery, um, and introducing us to everyone... He specifically said that he hates distilling. I was going to, yeah, that was, um, I was getting ready to get to he that. Ha- he does a mandatory gallon of distillate every year just to retain his distiller's license. But other than that, all of the barrels that are in their shop are all sourced. And you don't know where from? 90%. Yeah, 90% is MGP. Is MGP but all, all distilleries in Kentucky, he said, were... Um, were there at some point in time. Yeah. So you've had the Jim Beam, you've had the Wild Turkey, you've had the Buffalo Trace, you've had, you know, Old Forester somewhere if you look along the line. on the barrel while you're there, there's a sticker. If you can't find the sticker, look really, really hard. You can find it. Um, But I think almost all of the stuff that we tried was was definitely from MGP. Oh, yeah. It was almost and all. They of it. had some of their stuff there too, in in some mm-hmm. of the barrels. But there was one barrel that just said, you know, property of Jay Mattingly. And then, and if you're wondering what the proof is, they have a piece of tape on the side of the barrel towards the top, and it tells you the proof, so that way you know. Like I think it's like the, the like the rainbow. The more you know. Yeah, exactly. Like like the barrel I have at my house says one forty six point six on it. So that's a freaking hot barrel. And that was the coolest crap, though. Yeah, he just gave done, us six barrels. Brian I mean, was like, "Hey, could I have a couple barrels? I want to, you know, display this at the at the shop." He's like, "Well, we got any barrels? Well, these are promised to another store, but we got more up front or uh, up the street. We got about six we could load in the back of your truck." And here we are driving back to Indiana and Kentucky the next day with six bourbon barrels in the back of six bourbon <laughs> Brian's barrels, truck. five duffel bags, I think. Yeah, bunch of duffel bags in the in the back. Just uh, just chilling. I'm telling you, it was an experience like no other. Um, it was the second time I've been to Jay Mattingly. Both and times I, he left not remembering. And, and, and the I second time he doesn't remember time. leaving. <laughs> so, uh, But anyway, with all that being said, if, if you've not ever been to Jay Mattingly, take the time. Did you go. try one of your cups? Huh? Did you try one of your one of your Glens? Did you drink from one of them? No, I haven't drank oh, from okay. one of my Glens yet. I'm talking about Jay Mattingly. Sorry, I, one I, of the I thought I saw you take dis- a sip. Distilleries in Georgetown. Actually, the the only, only, but it's okay. Uh, but anyway, Maybe go not. see um, Jeff and the crew at Jay Mattingly. Tell them the broken cork sent you, um, and maybe you'll get to sign the wall. Who knows? So, uh, what was it? Two or three weeks later, we had another trip. Yes, we went to Louisville for somebody. Two weeks. Oh, you know two what? weeks. Two weeks. Uh, we went to Louisville for Dan's birthday. So everybody, if you're listening to this, when you listen to this, give Dan a big birthday shout out on the Broken Court crew hey. on Facebook. Um, Facebook. Facebook. I can't talk. I said that already. He's been drinking. I didn't. No, I'm battling this cold and I'm about to sure, snort sure, sure, sure. everywhere. Right. But um, so we went to Louisville. Dan, we went to we went to looking at liquor stores. My wife went um, with us. Uh, she they she had a Mother's hung Day out night. with. Uh, with the boys on Saturday, we we my I took my wife out on Friday night for Mother's Day. Uh, we don't get a lot of time away from the kids, and so uh, when I took her out, she really enjoyed that. We went to this freaking crazy 
Brazilian steakhouse. I know this is a oh, bourbon podcast yeah. and we talk about bourbon, but I had never been to a Brazilian steakhouse and neither had my wife. And when we left, she said, we'll be coming back to a Brazilian steakhouse wherever it is, whenever. Yeah. And so great place. If you ever have a chance, go there. She and posted this is a bourbon it. podcast, but we're talking about, hey, we're, we're, we're debriefing from a trip. We're letting them know why we haven't been around in a while. And while we were there, we went to the liquor store that was featured on the movie Neat, on, which was so cool. Was it a movie or a documentary? It's a documentary. Okay. Documentary where they film. So normally a film with a camera, I call it a movie. Anyway. Sorry. So go we go to, um, what was the, what's it called, Dan? Uh, I knew I'd put you, I put you on the You're spot. You're putting me on the spot and, uh. I could probably Google it. You could probably Google it. You probably could by the time we figured out. But anyway, it was the one where Jackie Zycan. Jackie Zycan went in and she was able to try the E.H. Taylor seasoned wood. And she got that weird, hey. Yeah. And so we stood right there in this in the spot where that was filmed. It was really cool. I know if you're a bourbon junkie like me and like Dan, um, it's one of those nostalgic things. And my wife, she's not. So she was like. Why are we even here? Why are we even here? And I said, listen, there's some cool wine. Go look at it. And she said, okay. So she went and looked at the wine. and But they had beer from all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had bourbon from all over the place. Uh, great little spot. If you're, if you're in downtown Louisville, um, go check it out. That was, really? the, that was just outside the Newly District, I think. Just it? outside the yeah, Newly District. Um, I, I, goodness gracious. You know what? This is becoming very increasingly difficult to find. Yeah, it, just watch the documentary Neat. You can't miss the scene. Um, as you all know, I'm I'm a big fan of Jackie's Icans. I respect what she does for the industry. Um, being a, I, I, re, I realize that being a female in that kind of a position in a largely male-dominated field. Whatever one you poured them in, they're the same. I'm trying to give Sorry. Jackie's Ican props over here, and you're trying to tell him that's Blanton's. The that Blanton's was the first time boys. I could use it. <laughs> you really just wanted to set that up. I, I really did. And, and he missed it. Uh, Thank but, God the sound guy was paying attention. But anyway, I mean, in a male dominated field like that, to hold that kind of a position where you have um, that kind of a title is, is really amazing. And so far she's released two, from what I hear, very, very good bourbons. Oh, I would love to get my hands on a 117 so series. So if you're listening and you have a sample that you would like to send Dan... Just reach it's his out. birthday, remember. Yeah, reach reach out to us on at the Broken Cork Crew on Facebook and uh we would I would gladly do some horse trading. You know, anything. Did you just say horsey bottle? Horsey bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna lose listeners over this one. <laughs> Allow me to start that horsey bottle, horsey bottle. <laughs> don't you don't you do it. Sound guy said nope. <laughs> But anyway, we had an absolutely wonderful time in Louisville. We got uh, got a little uh, little little toasty at the hotel. Um, had some really good biscuits and gravy the next morning at Biscuit Belly. Um, got to go to a lot of the distilleries on Whiskey Row. Um, I did get to pick up a bottle of the Evan Williams Square Six, uh, which will be uh, reviewed at a later date on the Broken Cork, either here on the podcast or on the Facebook group. Um, we got to talk to a lot of the reps there because we were wearing the Broken Cork podcast shirts, and they're like, "Oh, hey, 
you guys, uh, you're a fan of the podcast? No, we do the podcast. That's it. And they were so much more willing to talk to us about it. Peerless was scared shitless. Yeah, Peerless thought <laughs> that we were... That was funny. They thought we were there on the wrong... Or they thought they had wrote down the wrong date. And yeah. we just happened to show up in our shirts. The lady who came in, she's like, oh my God, tell me I did not write down the wrong day. Corky's <laughs> not here right now. Do I need to call him? Speaking of which, June 19th, be looking out for that episode. We're going to Peerless. It's going to be a great day. Two days after my birthday. That'll be oh, a great birthday for you. That'll be a great birthday for you. Yeah, I know, right? And then, uh, I mean, later uh, the next month, I mean, we're going back to where it all started for us. I know, Rabbit, Rabbit Hole. Hole. We're going back to Rabbit Hole, the very first distillery Jake and I ever visited. So oh, dude. I'm, I'm so happy about that. I actually made a so cocktail with, last night with that. With all the nostalgia, let's get to some bottles that's coming out re- or soon. Well, this is more nostalgic for people that have been doing this for a while longer than we have, but... Uh, we do have a lot of really cool bottles coming out um, later in May. I know we're in the later stages of May, um, so a lot of these have already probably hit the market, but June is going to be a hitter. Aaron, why don't you tell them about a couple of them? So first, all of you who like high-proof bourbon, you can't wait for the Batch 16 from Stag Jr. Uh, that will release in June. Um, depending on the states that you're around, normally Indiana will get it before Kentucky. So yeah, we will. If you are around the border or anything like that, go to Indiana, check. But again, it's in the month of June. Um, you can't miss it. Batch 16. I can't wait. Yes, I can miss it. I never see it. You don't ever see it, but you can buy it on the secondary, which we're not going to get into. Yeah. Get off your soap, get off your soapbox. Just put it away. Jake, I think you have one for us too. What else is coming? I up? do big have ones. one, big one, a big one. You want a big one? Big one. What about some CYPB? <laughs> That's what she so what? CYPB, baby, that Weller CYPB. What label color would the CYPB G? Oh, that would be the white label. Good job, Jake. Thank you. I what does CYPB stand for? Craft your perfect bourbon. I love you. He has done some research. Look at that guys. man. I know the newbies learning shit. <laughs> what do you got, Jake? I mean, what do you got, Dan? Jake. I'm sorry. Right. I, was I know I'm a big guy, but I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. You got Jesus. the Hawaiian shirt. Um, anyway, uh, let's just stick with Buffalo Trace for right now. E.H. Uh, Taylor Warehouse C will be hitting the market in June. I know a lot of people aren't necessarily super happy about this one. There's apparently, um, I, I don't know all the all the stats on it. I know it's bottled in bond, but everyone's like, oh, there's nothing special. It just says warehouse C. It's not tornado surviving. It's not door just left slightly ajar. Yeah. What's up with this tornado surviving? I've heard about, I have no idea what the deal is. Do some research because I don't know the full story. I just know that there were certain bottle or certain barrels that were, um, still intact after the roof of the warehouse was ripped off by a tornado. And they bottled those barrels and called it, E.H. Taylor Warehouse C Tornado Surviving. That is exactly right, Dan. Oh, Great cool. job. Hey, history. Points. So what else you got for us, Aaron? So um, my favorite bourbon, probably bes- behind Weller. Sorry. Behind <laughs> William LaRue Weller. Sorry, somebody whispered Blanton's and I me. smacked somebody. But um, my favorite bourbon right behind William LaRue Weller is Weller foolproof. Um, and it comes out in June. And if we have any around the store, it's going home with me. So anyway, Jake, what do you got? We got that George Dickel bottled and bond 13 year coming out, boys. I'm glad you George's George's what? Huh? George's pickle. 
George's pickle. Got yeah, it. Got yeah. it. <laughs> no, I, I'm curious about that because I have one that a company, they, they sourced their bourbon from Tennessee. They didn't say where it was from. Would it happen to be that cinder and smoke? It would happen to be that cinder and smoke. And I want to try to get that 13 year just to uh, do a comparison, a side by side. That's a great idea. I think um, a lot of their stuff is George Dickel juice. Um, For now, because it, it, they, they do say that it came from Tennessee, and and I don't think it would be Jack Daniels. No, right? probably not. So maybe Big Dan, what you got? Man, sorry, I just had some more of that Elijah Craig rye. So good, so good. Anyway, um, I was harping on this one a lot when we had Mister uh, Mister Matt from the Wild Turkey on the uh, on the show. But in June, the first time, right? The very first time, the very first guest into the studio. Um, he, uh, he was with us and we talked about the industry, talked about quality and I was really begging him to bring a sample of the wild Turkey masters keep for this year, the toasted barrel finish. Oh, so, so the masters keeps going to be a toasted. I, I believe so. All the media outlets are saying it. I mean, I could hear it from the horse's mouth if I wanted to, um, you know, stay, stay, uh, stick around. Okay. So for that one, maybe. So here's the thing about that. You got to save me some of that because you know how I like toasted barrels, and that's going to be the one episode I miss because I'm doing a different thing. I have a family-related thing going on. Yes, we will save a lot of stuff for you, my boy, sir, my boys. Um, but the uh, the cool thing uh, also coming out from Wild Turkey, one that I didn't list, is the 13-year Russell's Reserve cast Ooh, strength. Yeah, that was going to be good so stuff. good. If you've ever if you've not had the 10-year, which we'll talk about in a in a, in a minute, maybe. Um, hopefully, uh, then you've got to get a hold of that 13 year. Um, if, I mean, Russell's reserve, they do some wild Turkey does some great stuff with that label. So it's a really good bourbon. The Russell's know what they're doing. I, I've heard that. I mean, they've been in the industry for a, a couple of years, I guess. Oh, yeah. a, little while. a few, maybe. Meh. I mean, I hear they're new. They're kind of freshmen, I guess. Eh, I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> freshmen. Here we go. <laughs> but, uh, Anyway, guys, um, I gotta looking? I gotta ask a really important question because we haven't haven't really let the people know in a while. Aaron, buddy, what's cracking in your life right now? Man, cracking right now. I have had the opportunity um, to go to Starlight multiple times, um, and you lucky duck. The crew there is absolutely top notch, and uh, That's a smooth. Rye. So I have their rye. Aged in a honey barrel. Um, and I also have the bourbon aged in a honey barrel. The rye is absolutely phenomenal. Um, so I think it, it was a single barrel. Uh, so that's pretty um, good proof. Really, really nice what's, proof. What's the proof on those? The bourbon is 112. The rye is 110. So right, right yeah. around the same. Yeah. Is, is the rye also a five year? It is five year. Yeah. Okay. Man. What's that? Do you, do we know how long they, those were finished for? Six uh, months. Six, is it six months? months? I was going to say I can look. I mean, I got the yep. bottle right here. I I have no bottles in front of me, so uh, I I would love to be able to get up to Starlight and try some of their it their different finishes. Speaking of says. different finishes, uh, we had a listener hook us up with some really cool samples. Yes, um, do you Mr. Wanna... Tal Bartlett hooked us up with some Starlight samples from. That were finished in all sorts of different barrels. Everything from a, a 1963 cognac barrel to a maple syrup barrel. And we're going to save that for another episode of the Uncorked. 
So those episodes air on our Facebook page. So if you're not on our Facebook page. What are you even doing? Yeah, where have you been? <laughs> what are you doing? We're 10 years old now. I mean, 10 episodes. 10 episodes with COVID, old. it seems like 10 years. Anyway, I know. No joke. So we're 10 episodes old. Jump on our Broken Court crew on Facebook. Be a be a fan. Listen. Be a, Give us a like. Be a cork soaker. Cork soaker. I love it. I love that's, it. That's our patrons, which we'll get to later. But So, Jake, I've talked about Starlight Rye Aged in a Honey Barrel. What's cracking with you, but man? What's cracking with me? Well, I don't know. Not much, really. Honestly, I haven't tried anything new. I've just been drinking from my bar. But <laughs> I did try the Black Saddle again. Black Saddle. <laughs> Dude, it's like a knockoff Blanton's, but it tastes like an unshelled peanut. Did you say a knockoff what? Blanton's. Horsey bottle. <sighs> anyway, everybody knows Aaron loves... Elijah Craig. Ha! You thought I was going to say it. Uh, the guy was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had the thingy over the button. <laughs> no. No. I, Aaron loves Elijah Craig. That's a fact. But, yeah, no, the, the Black Saddle, it's a 12-year. It's If you haven't tried try it, if you can get your hands on it, they, I've just seen it start to reemerge. I saw a little bit of it for a while, and then, like, I, I think I saw it at, like, two or three stores, and there were, like, four bottles each. And now I went to a, a liquor store today and they had eight, I think, sitting on their shelves and it looked like some people had already bought some. So what you're saying is don't sleep on it. Yeah, pretty much. I'm saying if you if you see it, grab it. I slept on it today, but I did try it again because they were doing samples. Like, you want to try it? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'll try it. I think yeah, it's I because do. the word's gotten out. Because it the really flavor has. profile tastes literally, and I would know because I'm the Blanton's expert, it tastes just like Blanton's. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, Black Saddle and Blanton side by side, and just it's a cheaper version. Like Blanton's, just like Blanton's horsey bottle. The horsey bottle. Speaking of which, we've got a Blanton's right here. Which letter is this anyway? I mean, <laughs> we're not talking about that. I'm not drinking that or anything. <laughs> no, definitely not. That's a T. All right. So I'm curious. I was just curious. Whoop! Bump the mic. Bumping the mic. I know, right? Um. So, I guess am I up? Yes, yes sir. I, yes, sir. Dan. Let me set you up here. What's cracking, boy? Oh, well, uh, goodness gracious. I, I just have to say it. I, I was lucky enough once when we went to uh, the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience to get to sample the Square Six before I bought it. Um, I, I know a lot of times I, I preach, try your store picks before you buy them if you can. Um, they were nice enough to offer me a sample of that. Um, and... W- it, it's an absolutely amazing bourbon. It's a very high rye mash pill on that one. Um, I tried it. I tried it straight from the bottle. It was kind of, kind of spicy, um, but once we talked to the reps, they had told me, you know, let it sit for about ten to twelve minutes. It mellows out really well. It becomes a very complex, very textural experience. Um, so I'm gonna crack that one open and probably review that. Uh, Maybe, uh, maybe on our trip, I might take it with me. Hey, hey. does that mean I get to try it too? No, <laughs> we all get to try of it. Of course right? not. So, Bourbon, <laughs> bourbon's made to be shared with friends, family, even your worst enemy. You can let them drink the Kentucky Tavern. <laughs> that, Good one. That mellow corn. So, Dan, explain to our listeners in case they haven't heard, like, what's so special about Square Six? Um, Square Six is actually uh, a label that pays homage to the original site of the Evan Williams Distillery. If you go into Louisville and go and walk Whiskey Row, you're going to see a historical marker 
right across from the Evan Bur- Williams bourbon experience where the Evan Williams distillery actually sat right adjacent to the Ohio river. They rolled barrels down to the river, shipped them down South. Um, and the, the bourbon experience sits adjacent to that quote unquote square six, um, in whiskey row. So I hate to interrupt. No, please. My wife, while we were, we parked in the parking garage and she said, you know what? It just hit me. The streets here have a kind of a hill from, Mm -hmm. from the, from where the whiskey row is. And I said, yeah. And she said, that was because they would literally row whiskey barrels from the street all the way down to the river. All the way down to the river. That's exactly right. And she said, I'm learning. She said, look, we're standing right where the whiskey barrels would have been rolled to put on a bridge. And man, I could have just done some things right there that probably weren't. <laughs> just Aaron just was ready to go back to the hotel. Uh, immediately, but <laughs> open it was the really hatch cool and just let her go. She learned, she, she had been listening and learning so much. <laughs> well, I didn't think that she was even having any fun, but she was having a blast. I, I Aaron was ready to ride that full eight seconds. I, Here we go. I, I could have swore I was boring her to death with that stuff, but hearing that, yeah. hearing, hearing you know, the light bulb go off and that realization, hey, this is historical. This is somewhere... Where gentlemen from generations past, and, and I'm sure you better not drink all that. Okay. Oh, busted. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is where people were rolling these barrels onto these barges so they could distribute their product to the south and wherever the barge may have led. Right. Like you, like I, I go to these. I go to Louisville so many times that we went to Nulu and there were, I was about tell, to mention that. Yeah. yeah the, the brick road, there were some raised bricks where you could tell they would put the bourbon or mm-hmm. the barrel they and they would curved. roll it down yep. the, or they would just actually what they would did was they just gave it a little nudge yeah. and it just it sent itself. And so just being in the history and, and just thinking like 200 years ago, there were guys just like you and me and everybody listening who liked bourbon and who wanted to get their bourbon out to the masses. And to do that, they had to roll it down, a, and they had to work so much harder than the people now. But but it was... They didn't have forklift certifications back then, boys. Right, but it was still, like, the same thing. Like, they they wanted their barrels to get shipped across the world to where people could, like me and you, sit down with a bottle of Elijah Craig and enjoy Elijah Craig, talk about it, drink about it, Toast it, all that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's just really, really cool. If you haven't been to Louisville, I know, I know we have listeners, New Zealand and Colorado, France. And France. Uh, there's one in the Philippines. One in Philippines. the Philippines. So if you haven't been At to Louisville, one. I would say make that a, a bucket list experience. It, Get it to is Louisville. definitely worth it. If trip. you're a bourbon person, you've got to go to Louisville. So I have to ask. I know we're we're talking about what's cracking in our lives right now, but of all of those distilleries that we visited. What was your favorite? Man, being a guy from, well, from Western Kentucky and, and and moving to Henderson and teaching at Henderson County High School, I have to say Peerless Experience is one of my favorites just because you can walk, being a guy that drives the streets of Henderson on a literally every single day all over Henderson, and I can go up to Peerless and I can walk in the back room and I can, and I've been there, I don't know how many times I just walked up. They have the, the murals of what Henderson used to be. And to see the old Henderson brewing company 
and I actually do some small work bottling and stuff with the new Henderson Brewing Company. Um, and, and then seeing where Peerless used to be in all the Rick houses and, and driving across for me, second street and going across that bridge and my daughter, eight years old, being able to say, look, dad, that's where Peerless used to be. Mm-hmm. And, and just the history of that's where it was. That's what it, so, and I, like, like I said, I can't wait till June the 19th to get to Peerless, talk to Corky because his great granddad was the original owner and master distiller at the Peerless that sat in Henderson that I drive by every single day. So for me, it's Peerless. And if you have cat allergies, be wary of Peerless because they have a cat that is just the best freaking cat in the world. Rye. Rye. Rye is the... She. She. Rye is she. Rye is she. And it is the most amazing distillery cat that you've ever met. I have to say this just because I'm not a cat person. Uh-oh. Um, I've never really been a fan of cats after my the cat I had when I was a little kid. Just kind of went off and did cat death things. <laughs> um, well, most people don't know. I mean, well, most people do. But, you know, when a cat gets old and toward the end of their lifespan, not to burden you with them, they'll just disappear and go crawl somewhere and die. Um I think that's maybe why I don't really like cats all that much, just because I'm never going to find another cat like mine. But Rye, my goodness, such a well-mannered cat. I mean, she just jumped right in your wife's lap and just laid there. Just it was almost like she knew that Heather was just chilling out. Yeah. And so she gave Heather a spot. And then as we're, walking out the door, as we're walking out the door, yeah, peerless, just jumps she just jumps right on, on the barrels, barrels and just waits for us to pet her as we're walking by. Yep. She's like, I want my goodbye rubs. That's right. And we get to go meet her again, and I'm pumped. So, Jake, <laughs> what was your favorite? My favorite? It, we didn't get to go into the distillery, but I can't say newly because the drinks, we, we got a new girl making that's drinks. Enough. That's enough. Uh, I'll stop. What was your favorite? I'll stop. What was I'll your stop. favorite? Favorite? I don't know. They're all so good. All of them. Big Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was your favorite, my man? Well, it was your birthday weekend anyway. Well, ironically enough, I have to go with the distillery that creates the birthday bourbon. I, Old Forester. I loved Old Forester. I wish we could have taken a tour that day. Um, I love the architecture, like the way the building is presented. Um, you just look up a flight of stairs and there's their giant column skill. Skill? Still. <laughs> I've been drinking. No way. <laughs> Man, that's but, crazy. You know, I, I didn't uh, I didn't manage to score any birthday bourbon on my birthday, um, but I did bring a bottle with me, which we didn't crack. And We're I was, going to. I was kind of sad. But um, anyway, I did actually find and purchase for Mr. Nelson um, something that he had missed out on this past Black Friday. I found a Bourbon County Stout that was aged in birthday bourbon barrels. He was really upset that he missed it. And I felt like I was the bad luck charm of the day because everywhere we went, they only had the four basic offerings that we never found the Weller. We never found the birthday bourbon. We never found the one fiftieth. So to be able to find that and be able to let him bring that home and enjoy it at some point meant all the world to me. But I found and I purchased a single barrel select that was personally chosen by Jackie's. I can you, you, you purchased a bottle of that? Yeah, he yeah. did. You, I had no clue. You, I was how so, did you not know? Because he made a big here's, deal. Here's out of the it. reason why I didn't. And 
Because you had your wife. All of you who know me know I'm an emotional person. But Dan went on his birthday. And while he was gone on his birthday, he thought enough about our trip, bourbon hunting, or bourbon county hunting, to pick me a bottle up. And so from that point on the day, for the next two or three hours, I was just kind of floored that Dan spent his money not on himself for his birthday, but he spent it on me to buy me a bottle that I was looking for forever. And so, you know, people always talk about find friends that are, that you could consider family. Like at that moment, I knew for a fact that I had found a brother from a different mother. Um, and not the fact that he spent money on me that, that had nothing to do with it, but the fact that it was his weekend, it was his birthday and he was, he was getting me a bottle. Um, and so I didn't even, I missed the whole fact that he bought a Jackie's Zycan bottle. So I can't uh, wait to trace, to taste that. I'll tell you what, after we get done recording, if you're not too uh, slammered, I won't be, we'll, uh, we'll open it up and, uh, and we'll give it a (laughs) shot. But, uh, for now, that's kind of what's cracking with us. And that kind of caps off our, uh, our visit to Louisville and to Jay Mattingly. But wait, where are we going tomorrow? Oh, I, you already spoiled that, Bubby, didn't you? We're on the on the broken court, uh, but I have yeah. it on this one. Well, tomorrow we will be heading into Bardstown, Kentucky. Jake's first time to Bardstown. I've been there once before just because I was lucky enough to win an opportunity to do some really cool stuff. I, yeah, I, I won't started go into at the that. Super Bowl. Um, you started at the Super Bowl, and now you're going to get lunch at Maker's Mark when we go on Friday. Yeah. That's going to be absolutely amazing. I cannot wait for that experience. I hear they have one of the best barrel pick experiences in the industry. I'm so excited about this one. Um, But first, we're going to take a stop in Bardstown. We're going to visit some distilleries. We're We're going to hit Lux Row. We're going to go to Willet. We're going to hopefully go and see Bardstown Bourbon Company. Even if we don't get to take a tour or anything, I would love to walk into the gift shop. Same. And just say hi to people. Say hi. Maybe talk to them about the podcast. Maybe see if they want to do something. I, I, I would love that. Maybe find out a little bit about uh, the next world's great bourbon taster that we could enroll Aaron. No, no, in. no, no, no. Here we go. No. He's he's going to be the next Matt Porter, gentlemen. Yeah, he's, gonna, ladies. he's the true ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not go there. I don't want any That's cease hilarious. and desist orders. Nice job, Jim. Thank you. But... But in all reality, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to visit some distilleries. We're going to go to some breweries. Scout and Scholar, we are coming back to see you because you were absolutely amazing to us last time. Your food was delicious. The beer was top-notch, and uh, I couldn't have asked for a better experience there. Um, We're going to go and see the Blind Pig. uh, Blind Pig Speakeasy. Blind Pig Speakeasy and the Blind Pig Bourbon Shop. This will be my first time to Bargetown, so, I mean, this is all new info. I can show you pictures of my sweet-ass car sitting on Main Street. I can show you the world. (laughs) Because it was COVID and nothing was open. I know. But it'll be open when we get there. But for now, let's put a cap on that. And uh, I think we have a few few bottles. I want to get into the meat. Of this uh, of this podcast, we've already been talking for a few minutes. Yeah, so, more than a few, I think. So, gentlemen, we've been doing a little bit of homework as Aaron kind of dies over there. We've been thinking about some of our favorite bottles of bourbon under forty dollars to tell our listeners about um, whether they have them on their bars, maybe some they can add to their bars. Um, these are some of our favorites that we enjoy. We're not ranking them; we're just giving a list. 
because all of these could be number one in a blind flight. So, Aaron, why don't you start us off, buddy? So, when I think about under 40, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, a, a, a budget. I'm thinking about something that tastes good. Um, I think I've mentioned it before, but I don't know that we've really talked about it. But for me, it's got to be JTS Brown. Um, JTS Brown, uh, it was funny because we were in Louisville, and I walked – right by a hotel and on the side of the building, it said JTS Brown 18. I think it was 96 or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he owned that building. I don't know if it was part of the JTS Brown distillery. I don't know what it was, but to do some research. um, It was really cool. And so I think JTS Brown for me is one of those bottles. You could get it anywhere from 1699 to 2299. Um, a, A fifth. You can get a half gallon for 2599. So why buy the fifth when you can get a half gallon? Anyway, um, with JTS Brown, you could drink it neat. You could drink it on the rocks. You can make an old-fashioned with it. That's the way I like it. It makes a great old-fashioned. It's bottled and bond. It's four years, um, or age four years, 100 proof. Just a great bottle for your money. So, Mr. Campbell. Yes, sir. Give me one under 40. Under like. 40. This is the one of the big ones I bought under 40. And it's hard to find under 40, but I found it really under 40. And that's the Russell's Reserve 10-year. I think I paid 38 bucks or so. And tell me how often you could really find a 10-year. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The, somebody shoved something up their nose. <laughs> He's been drinking. Anyway. Um it is a ten-year bourbon, and tell me how often you could really find a ten-year for under 50, for under forty bucks. I mean, really, it's the, it's the flavors there. It's smooth, and it's coming from a really trusted name in bourbon. Oh yeah, yeah. So Dan, yeah, did you find one that you like under forty? Yeah. And the sound guy cracks <laughs> up at the high pitched. Yeah. Um, He's anyway, also been drinking. Anyway. Um, I am an absolute nut over early times bottled in bond. Man, I, I, knew, I knew that was going to come up on somebody's list. I chose to keep it two. off mine. Come on now. And I, I say that because in every single flight that I've ever done with Elijah Craig bottled in bond. Oh my gosh. Early times bottled in bond. He's been drinking. Elijah Craig, you need to, <laughs> you need to release a bottled in bond. Anyway, um, yeah, any flight I've done, it's come out number one or number two in any budget flight I've ever done. Like Aaron was saying with JTS Brown, it stands up well in a cocktail. It's 100 proof. It can take some water. It can take some Coke. It can take um, ice to dilute it um, in an old fashioned, be it a Manhattan. Heck, I, I would even go as far as saying it would make a wonderful whiskey sour. That's what I was sitting here thinking. I bet you it'd be a good whiskey sour because it's got that little nip to it. It has that little nip. It has that beautiful brown form and cherry jubilee funk with a little bit of chocolate to it. It's it's absolutely wonderful. It's everything you would want in a budget bourbon. And at one liter for about $28, you can't beat it. And well, again, remember, when we were talking prices, we're talking around our, our area. Yeah, regionality yeah, so. is a thing. We're, we're talking about honky here, all right? <laughs> Who's your occupied northern Kentucky? If that makes no sense you? to you, go listen to our last episode, episode number nine. Anyway, right. so my next bottle that 
I would like to talk about. Staring down the shelves looking. No, I already know. <laughs> Evan Williams bottled and bond. Um, again, 1899. Um, one of those that you could put with a cocktail. It stands alone by itself. Um, it's a great experience. And, and I think it's underrated for what it is. Um, oh, it is. So a lot of those that are at a lower price are underrated, though, compared to they don't. A lot I of mean, people think, "Oh, I'm not paying eighteen ninety nine for my bottle of bourbon because I like to drink the good stuff." Well, that is the good stuff. It's good stuff. It is. And right you're stuff. saving some money drinking the good stuff. Jake, what do you got, Bob? Redemption Rye, though I caught mine on sale, but I don't know how I caught it on sale. I got the last one on sale, but I've talked about it before. Redemption Rye is a very, very smooth drinking rye compared to a lot of ryes I've had. And I think it's normally like 33 bucks. Mm-hmm. I paid 13 Walmart liquidations are wonderful. Yes. <laughs> Any big box liquidation. I mean, seriously, but it's, it's a rye. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't read the bottle. I didn't do my research. I just kind of winged it and I'm looking at it. I came unprepared because I've been doing other stuff and I've been busy at home and stuff. It's been a busy, busy few months. Life is a thing. Yeah, that's true. But Redemption Rye is is a good rye juice, and they make they make more than that. I mean, there are other things they make too. It is just it's good. That's all I'm gonna say. It's good. Just drink it. Put it in your <laughs> mouth hole. Just put it in your mouth and drink it. So Dan, so what you got going on? Y'all like Stag Junior, right? No. Yes. Well, that just shot that. I'm kidding. Everyone loves Stag Junior. Everyone likes Stag Junior. Love Stag Junior. And so I think you can probably guess where I'm going. Um, I've never seen Stag Junior under 40 bucks, Dan. No, but I have seen Benchmark Full Proof under $40. You can get it for $24.99. But it's only released in certain states, correct? Yeah, it it is a limited market. Um, But I was lucky enough, or we're lucky enough to live in Indiana where they released it first. Um, there is an entire vertical for those of you that uh, are unaware of this alternate benchmark vertical. Um, it includes a top floor, a bonded, a uh, small batch, small batch, a foolproof, and single barrel. Single barrel. There you go. Um, but all of them are less than thirty dollars. Some are even as low as twenty. Um, Actually, they're all less than twenty. If you go to the right spot. Yeah, if you go to the right spot. I obviously <laughs> didn't go to the right spot, but I was able to get the foolproof for um, $24.99. And let me tell you, it's not as proofy as Stag Jr., but it's the same mash bill. And although it is a little bit younger, you get all those Stag notes that you would get from a Stag Jr. or a George T. Stag. They may be a little muted, but they are all there, and it is such a good, comparable substitute for Stag Junior. If you've never had it, so it's you're you're right on. Um, Stag Junior comes in at one thirty one normally around around there. Hovering, or higher, hovering one thirty to one forty somewhere in there. And your your benchmark full proof one twenty five, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit like you said, it's a little bit younger. Um, it's it's the barrels that didn't quite make Stag Junior. Yep. But Let's see, I don't think I've ever tried Benchmark, to be honest with you. The Benchmark Foolproof is legit delicious. Legit. Like, I'm nursing a bottle, in, and I can and I could go 15 minutes and across, get another one, you, you but can I'm go still across nursing that, it. Uh, that money-saving bridge. My wife keeps saying, just drink it so we can make room for my wine. No. 
Uh, anyway. <laughs> he just doesn't want to give up the shelf space is what it boils so, down to. Another bottle for me. Um, J.W. Dant. And that was made my list. Sorry, you got you've got to wait. <laughs> yeah, I know. So <laughs> that's going to come up again way. here in a few minutes. J.W. Dent again, bottled in bond. I don't know. It's three in a row that's bottled in bond for me. Um, but it's you it's, like them again. You like them proofy. You like yeah. I was going to say Aaron's a proofy guy. I'm like your mid nineties to low hundreds. So with that J.W. Dent, it's in the same family as the J.T.S. Brown, um, same dis- distillery, uh, but uh, again. Like we've said earlier, great budget bourbon that you can put in a cocktail. You can drink on ice, which real quick, some people like look down. If you say, I want to ice in my, some people like to drink their stuff cold. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm, like sometimes the beverage. ice brings out flavors that you would have never tried because you're that neat person. Every now and again, while you're sitting at home, if you don't want people to know you drink a bourbon on ice, just drop a little ice cube in there because it will open up the flavors that you never experienced. Mm-hmm. So get off my soapbox. Jake, what do you got? All right, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Honestly, I'm like I said, life has been crazy at my house. So it's, I really, I, like I said, I came on prepared, prepared, but you can never go wrong with a wild Turkey. So like, a, you can't, like a 101? Like yes. a 101? So, I mean, that's up there. And that's not even bottled in bond. So we broke the chain. <laughs> I've been spitting I've been it. Breaking the chain, though. Well, not the whole time, but, you know, with my last yeah. one. But it's it's from, a, it's from a trusted distiller. A lot of people, it, it's a name. You see it. You know what wild turkey is. It's got the big turkey on it. Everybody likes wild turkey. Like if the, you don't like wild turkey, get off your horse and drink some wild turkey. <laughs> See what I did there? Get off the. Did you did you see what I did there with that with that was horse? That a, was that a Blanton's joke? That might have been a horsey bottle joke. The sound guy yeah, messed you up. It. Oh, you son of a it. Gun. Let's do a retake. Horsey bottle. <laughs> there we go. There. That's better. <laughs> These guys with their stupid horsey bottles. They've got my daughter even saying, "But Dad, ALB." That's <laughs> right. She is. That's the that's the the youngest one saying that, yeah. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I, I'm going to see Charlie. I'm going to see Charlie again, and I'm just going to look at her like a little pair. Go ALB, ALB. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I may or may not have written that somewhere recently. Ah, uh, here we go, Dan. I didn't yes. take a picture, so that's Let's up to everyone else to figure out. What do you got under forty? What do I have under forty? <sighs> Looking around, I see a lot. I think there are a lot of things under forty, but there's one. In particular, that we got to try when we were in Bardstown, that I really did enjoy, seventeen ninety two small batch, was one that really did stand out to me. I I never really paid a lot of attention to seventeen ninety two, um, outside of a lot of their special releases, so the foolproof, the bonded, or the bottled and bond, uh, single barrel, and all that. But their small batch is actually phenomenal. To me, it it's just complex enough to be a straight sipper. Again, it's your bourbon. If you want to mix it with Coke, mix it with Coke. If you want to mix it with what spiced rum, mix it with spiced rum. That would be weird, but yeah. Do it's a new trend in Japan. We're going to have to try it. 
Yeah, yeah we'll, have, we'll have to try it sometime. Just get some good. Sound guy wanted to do it, and we told him no, and then he told us about it. So we we think we're going to throw we'll, him a bone soon. We'll give we'll give it a try. The sound guy is being nice, but seventeen ninety two was probably um, not not necessarily my favorite on the list, but it's it's definitely up there for me. So let's let's switch gears a little bit. Are we are we going to break some hearts here? So. Perhaps. Now we're going to look at, so we've, we've kind of gone through some of our favorites um, that are $40 and under. And now now what we're going to do, we're going to switch gears just a, a hair. And we're going to think about bottles that are above 40, but we think should be under 40. So basically bottles that we think are priced above 40 that we think drink under 40. That's correct. Mm. Can I go first? I'm going to go ahead and start because <sighs> I don't want to take your thunder. I, I, no, you're I don't think I know that you I've have got, it. I've got one. I know exactly just, what y'all are going to yeah. say. Oh, so, snap. I got one under 42. You should have thought about I that know. earlier. I'll, anyway. Anyway. So here we go. The The bourbon that I think is priced over 40 now that should be priced under 40 and it should stay priced under 40 is where it started being priced. And that's Henry McKenna. Bottled in bond, tenure. Henry McKenna yes. bottled in bond is a twenty nine ninety nine to a thirty two ninety nine bottle all day every day. But they won some awards mm-hmm. and they shot up in price and their yeah. their MSRP. I will never forget the day that Brian walked into the store and and I, I looked at him and said, "That price is wrong." And he said, "Nope." They changed the price immediately right after they won the award. It went up fifteen dollars. Um, I mean, immediately. Mm-hmm. It just price shot up fifty. MSRP yep. shot up fifteen dollars, and I said, because they won an award. Yep. Like, no way. Sad days. Get get on the bandwagon, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody wants to buy Henry McKenna bottled and bond and put it on the freaking. We're not going to talk about it. Secondary market soapbox, but. It's a good drinker. Not don't get me wrong. It's a good drinker, but it it's a, a thirty two ninety nine bottle all mm-hmm. day every day. It's not a forty five dollar bottle, which some places put it at, or even higher than that for others. But anyway, Henry McKenna bottle and behind is my bottle priced above forty. That should be lower. Jake, what do you got? Okay, so I tried this one because I've been curious about it for a while. Right, so we're at. We're at Beverage Barn. We'd been talking about. I've been talking about it for a few weeks, just because I saw it. I thought it was weird. I, I kept wanting to try. I kept wanting to try. It. I thought about. Talk, I talked to Dan. I was like, I'm thinking about buying a bottle. I mean, we were at Beverage Barn and they have the tasting bar. He's like, they have it on the bar. Just try it first, mind you. Before this is you. this is before we really yeah, knew Aaron. This is before we knew Aaron. A whole big deal. Anyway, a whole so, big deal. A whole big deal. All of it. I've been drinking. Let me alone. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no, this Jefferson's Ocean. All right. Dude, it I did not like that at all. At all. I don't I won't keep it. I know there are people out there who adore it. I thought it was cool just because of the novelty of oh, it was aged at sea. Why not try it? I, that's different. Nobody does that. But I drank it and I'm just like this is I can't imagine paying $85 for a bottle of this. Like maybe if it was a price around thirty five to maybe like forty five, even you'd feel better about yourself. I would feel better you? about buying a bottle of it, but I won't do it while it's at that price. I'm sorry, Jefferson's. I know you're doing some good stuff, but that's just not my tea. Jake, 
Yes. I have never been more proud of you. Thank and you. with that excellent um, description of Jefferson's Oceans. Thank you. So I'm going to say this because none of us mentioned it. This is an under 40. I'm bringing it back. Weller Special Reserve. Not a soul of us mentioned that. How did we Sorry. miss it? I haven't even gone yet. No, this is under <laughs> under 40. But you don't see it under 40. That's true. I Except at Beverage Bar. Yeah, I was going to say, say I see it all the time under 40. I know we do, but you know what? Go a few states over <clears throat> Illinois and uh, <laughs> see it sitting at $70 on the shelf all day, or day. Number two, we didn't mention under 40 that not a, not a single one of us said Buffalo Trace, traditional... Regular Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Or Elijah Craig. Or Eagle Rare. We didn't mention them. Nope. But they're there. They're there. But then again, like like I said, you go a few states over and find Eagle Rare under 40 bucks. Yeah, right. Can't, can't do it. Yeah, you can barely find it under 40 here. Anyway. Speaking of Thanks Buffalo Trace products. Thanks for on a soapbox now. Speaking, Sorry. Speaking of Buffalo Trace products that should be under $40, I'm just going to be the guy. I'm going to be the one to just crush all of your hopes and dreams, because that's what I do best. Blanton's should not be $199. Did you say horsey bottle should not be $199? Weirdly timed. You are correct, sir. Blanton's should not be $199. But Danny, it shouldn't be $79.99. It shouldn't be $255. People are going absolutely nuts, and I get it. There's a lot of hype. You can collect the horsies. The The bottle is really cool to look at. You can bring it out. You can show your friends. Am I going to have to take? It's the holy hand grenade. Am I going to have to go off? This <sighs> bottle right here is the, the juice of all juices, Dan. <laughs> it Are is the holy serious? hand grenade of bourbon. <laughs> like, there is no other bottle that comes in a hand grenade with a horse on top that spells Blanton's out. Let's think about... As the sound Trace. guy pulls out his glen, he's like, yeah, Sam, just go ahead. The sound and- guy needs some. So... Let's think about Buffalo Trace, or let's think about Elijah Craig, or let's think about any of them for that matter, Dan. This is the greatest bourbon of all time. This is the juice of the gods. You know, there's a certain gentleman in Virginia that's... I'm done. I was really just kidding. I know. There's a certain gentleman in Virginia that's going to really applaud me for saying this, but to me personally, um, the only Blanton's that's worth getting... Straight from the barrel. Is straight from the barrel. Yes, sir. Now I have not. I'll disagree I, with that. Well, I've not tried Blanton's Gold. I understand that no, it's a it's a higher it's proof. Awful. No, but it's still not as no. It's still overhyped. But the I whole like freaking the lineup gold. is over freaking hyped. Okay, step down. The soapbox is too tall. Just take <laughs> your big be on step my top back. Five if my wife wouldn't have put it on there, <laughs> just uh. But anyway, yeah, jump off your pedestal. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy and just deflate all the egos of all those people that collect hundreds of bottles of Blanton's just to ship them. To their friends for inflated prices. You know what? If you want a Blanton's, I'll sell you one for forty dollars right now. No, he won't. Don't no, he won't. <laughs> he won't. Don't don't believe that. All right, here we go. So but anyway, over Aaron. forty. Aaron, you you got one more that uh, that some, I think I've got one dreams more dreams and hopes and everything that you can crush. One more. Let's hear it. I want to know all of the Woodford. Pines. <laughs> yes. Double double oaked. <laughs> yes. You better be not talking now, about my four grain that four I enjoy grain? so much. <laughs> yes. Any of them. If they come in a pint and it's fifty four ninety nine, and I'll even go as far as to say get them finger guns Saffle, out. Bond and Lillard. 
Old Rippy. Old Rippy. Old Forester 117. If it's in a pint. Don't, don't, don't be talking shit about my old Forester. He said no. any pint. He no, no, said no, 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 any no. pint. Not, not, not any. Most. <laughs> Your word earlier was any. Moving on. Anyway. Thanks, Jake, for keeping me honest. Sound guy, can we roll that? <laughs> I haven't had 117 yet to, to determine if it is, but all of the pints that I've had above $40 do not drink above $40. I can honestly say saying I it, haven't paid for my paid. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. Moving on. Keep saying going. it, putting it out there. Wood for four grain should be under 40. Double, double oat, under 40. Bond and Lillard, under 40. Old Rippy, under 40. W. Saville, under 40. I haven't had 117. So you can't I'm, say it yet. I can't say it, and I'm not going to. Jake, what do you got? What I got over over 40 that should be under 40? Oh, I don't know. There's a lot. <laughs> there is a lot. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Uh, what about some Willet pot still? Don't be judging. All right. Don't be well, I'm just saying. <laughs> don't be hating. I'm saying. You it, know how I feel should. about most Willet. I have accidentally discovered that I like Willet. As I've, much as I like Elijah Craig, but I'm telling you, Willet Pot still should drink under 40. Just saying. If it's going to be under 40, it better be at like 39.99. All right. That's still under 40. That's under 40, but that's. <laughs> I've paid over 40 and I'll do it again. I'll do it again. You like the bottle too much. That's I, I like the bottle too much, but the juice is good. I, I know people crap all over it, but I like it. But above 40 that drinks under? Oh, man. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I would, Dan, we'll circle back. Dan, go ahead. <laughs> I'm breaking a cycle here. Uh, you're breaking the cycle, but you know what? I'm. This is a thinker. I'm stuck between two. Because there are Name some them both ex- and I'll agree with you well, on one. There are some expressions of this particular brand that I have tasted that do not drink at their price tag. And it is a very hefty price tag too. Um, but the other one I think is going to make more people cry and probably hate me. So I'm not going to mention that one. But a lot of the Woodford Reserve Masters Collection bottles do not drink over 40. Wow. The oat grain? Nah. Wow, Dan. Yeah. yeah. Those are $145 bottles, yep. and you're saying they and don't I'm saying drink. It. And I'm saying it. To me, and this is this is my palate, you can call me unsophisticated, you can call me whatever you want, but they have had some hitters. I'll admit it. Some of their Masters Collection bottles have been absolute godsends. But some have just absolutely missed the mark. Um, I've the had... fact that you have the cojones enough to say that. That's a big word. That's awesome. <laughs> I think right along with you, I'm there. But you had enough cojones to say it on a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I respect all the stuff coming out of Woodford Reserve. They have had some real hitters with their master's collection. But they've also had some really big misses. And when they miss, it's like striking out in the bottom of the ninth of the World Series with the bases loaded. It's, I, I know I'm going really extreme here, but I have had a few that I just did not enjoy. I like it. I love it. I'm so, all about it. You want some more of it? So anyone else have one more before I... I do. I maybe... thought of one, and I, I've tried it. 
you have it. I've tried it through you, mm-hmm. and I wasn't a big fan of it. Okay. Number nine, the Slipknot oh, whiskey. Oh, the Slipknot whiskey. Yeah. It doesn't drink over 40. I would pay like 35 or 40 for it, but not over. What's the price tag on that? Like uh, I think 57 or something like that. Yeah, it's it's up there. I it's, think it was 54.99 when we bought it. It's, man, I tasted that. I wouldn't pay 19.99 for it. Yeah. On it's, a good day. Uh, Sorry, luck, Slipknot. Luckily, it was a bottle that was gifted to me. It's very young. Um, I love all the music that Slipknot is putting out. Uh, I was a big fan all the way from their self-titled album, all the way to their most current album, We Are Not Your Kind. I love their music. I would love to share a glass of bourbon with them someday if they... Corey Just Taylor. To that. Corey Taylor, Corey, if you're listening. Corey Taylor, if you're listening. Sean Crane, if you're listening. You know, any of you, you know, if you're listening, we'd love to talk with you. I want to see Disturbed put out a bourbon. Celebrity bourbons coming soon to the Broken There's Broke also podcast. another celebrity bourbon that just came out I, I heard about. So to all you ladies that listen to this podcast and all you guys who may watch the show, the two main stars of the Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah. They released one called a Brothers Bond. Brothers Bond. And it's out of, I think it's out of like the Northwest. I think it's way out there. I think it's like Oregon. Maybe I want to say Oregon or Washington. It's like West Coast. Yeah, I don't know West exactly where it's out of, but uh, I, I know that celebrity bourbons are going to have to come soon to the Broken Cork because I want to find out what celebrity backs the best bourbon. Dude, that's an episode right there. Celebrity bourbons. I guess we'll have to put the Duke on it too. You're, but you're t- darn tootin'. We will. <laughs> All right, Dan. So what do we got coming up? <sighs> What do you What do you want? You want more bottles? You want no? What do we got coming up in the on our next episodes? Oh my goodness! On our next episodes, apart from the uh, the the trips that we're taking to Kentucky Peerless and to uh, to Rabbit, Rabbit Hole, Hole yeah. um, stay tuned to the Broken Cork Crew for an announcement. I'm not going to say any more than that. There will be an announcement, hopefully, sometime this week, maybe next week from a friend of the podcast announcing a very big episode for us. Um, other than that, we are going to do a little bit more research on how bourbon barrels are treated after the spirit has left the barrel. Um, we want to know more so we can tell you more. About I really thought for a second, you were going to say the spirit left the building. <laughs> the spirit that left the building. Really cool. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but um, I've, I've wanted to do that episode for a while. Um, but my knowledge is limited. We might have to look for a few, uh, experts in that. I, uh, field to, I have uh, a couple that might come on the podcast with us as a matter of fact. And the, uh, the man behind goose islands, bourbon County stouts did just release a video. I saw the other day about, about bourbon County stouts, how he wasn't the, he worked for the company. He worked for goose Island for 20 years before he did him. Yeah. And then he left. So, We'll we'll hopefully be able to flush out that a little bit more. Um, but other than that, celebrity bourbons coming soon. Um, we'll also be discussing in the next few episodes um, our top bourbons of 2021 so far. We're about six months in. We're halfway through the year. We've named a few of our favorites that have hit the shelves this year in this episode. But where will they land on our top five? Or are they even there? Find out next time. Eh, well, maybe not next time, but down the road in the Broken Cork. Somewhere in the middle of the year. 
But with that being said, guys, Jake, where can they find us on social media, buddy? On social media, they can find us on Twitter at, I hate doing this because it's so long, the underscore broken underscore cork. And I'm going to say it again. Whoever got the broken cork before me, I dislike you. (laughs) 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 And they can find us on Facebook. There's the group. We're the Broken Cork Crew. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at the Broken Cork Podcast. Uh, let's see. We're on any streaming service you can think of that does podcasts. We're there. Just Google it. Yep. Find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Amazon, Pandora, you, iTunes, everywhere. We're there. And uh, Aaron, why don't you uh, send them to the Patreon, buddy? So we really would like for you, if you like what you're hearing, we want you to be part of the Cork Soakers. And the Cork Soakers is literally just those people who like it so much that you would pay for it. And and what do we do? And I get this all the time. So what are you going to do with the money that we pay you? So what we're going to do with the money that you pay us is we're going to upgrade some, some technology and we're going to be able to bring more content towards you or to you, whether that be video towards you, we're going 3d baby. There we go. I wish <laughs> whether that be videos, whether that be um, experiences at um, distilleries, if you like what you hear, Check us out on Patreon. It's easy. It's simple. It's monthly. Lots of tiers. Uh, we don't have anybody to shout out this time, but we will give you a shout out at the $5 level or above. So, Dan, close us out, my man. Close us out. All right. Well, with that being said, we want to thank you for joining us here on our 10th episode of The Broken Cork. That's right. The Broken Cork finally turned 10. Um, it's been a long road. We've been putting out episodes since February and we want to thank you all for joining us on this journey. We hope to get up into the hundreds someday, but yet again, we all work nine to five. I mean, we have a school teacher, um, Jake and I both work in retail and you know, we love what we do, but we love this just as much. We love so, this a lot more some days, yeah, some than days. <laughs> but with that being said, guys, I'm Dan. He's Aaron. He's Aaron. I'm Aaron. (laughs) And I'm Jake. Reminding you to keep your bars stocked, your glasses full, and your mind on the pulse of America's national spirit.